There's a lot of pressure for artists. I don't know if it's just the pottery world, but I imagine it's all artists to have a voice, you know, to have their style. And I feel like, um, well, that's necessary because if you don't, then you are essentially just copying things you've seen, which is fine. It's part Mm -hmm. of the process, but that's not your voice or that's not what you're going to sell or who you're going to become. It's just a step. And um, I feel like the only way to get there is time. Today I'm talking to David and Lisa Dalt. They are the owners of Dalt Pottery and they are making the most beautiful pottery pieces. Lisa and David, it's so great to meet you here on Zoom. It is nice to meet you too. I absolutely love your pottery. Thank you. And this is why I wanted to talk to you because it's so beautiful and you make these beautiful videos. And it's, it's really, um, it's so, uh, it's sort of, you, you wish you can do it. This carving that you do is so wonderful. It's, yes, it's, a bit, yes. it's a bit therapeutic to watch you. It's a very satisfying pattern. Yeah, yes. I can imagine. And, and mm-hmm. by doing it also, is it a bit um, sort of, um, uh, how can you say, is it sort of relaxing to do it? Meditative, yes, relaxing. Meditative. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Cathartic. Yes. But but she makes it look easy and, and that's the difference. So oh, we get okay. a lot of people saying, Oh, I'd love to do pottery and the way you throw and the way you carve is just yeah. beautiful and relaxing. And that my best analogy is it's like someone it's like watching someone play a violin beautifully. And they say, Oh, I just like to pick one of those up and do that too. And it's like, well, she's practiced a little bit you know it's a lot harder than it looks more yeah. like playing an instrument uh than doodling <laughs> yeah well i i just wanted to to say that it's probably like the same thing you you have to do it over and over again yeah. and you know to get that feel and and how to do it so but you work together as a team we do for better or for worse sometimes we work yeah better as a team sometimes we don't <laughs> yeah yeah yep uh-huh. T- today's the first official day of uh, high stakes working together as a team, actually. In fact, yeah. yesterday was my na- last normal day of work. So at, 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 a, at an office job. And so today we're, we're, is amazing. Today well, is the I'm, only I'm, day. So, <laughs> I'm so happy that I get to talk to you then first. Well, yeah, on, on this occasion, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. this, but this, Dave, this must have been a um, a big step to take. Mm-hmm. It is, yeah. It's it's been a long time coming. Okay, so you've yeah. been involved in in the business, or tell me, um, what what is your role then, uh, Dave, in in, in the business? I would say cheerleader, but I don't do a very good job of that usually. <laughs> usually I'm the okay. brag. No, um, <laughs> we both, uh, you know, wanted to get into pottery, love pottery, started to dabble in it together. I still throw with with uh, very, very in, infrequently right now. But today I'm hoping to jump in there, um, uh, throw on the pottery wheel. But um, I've been more of the support crew for the last nine years. And by support you know, business license, tax, um, website, website design, getting our e-commerce website up and running, shipping, a lot of glazing. You know, he, it, he makes it sound like he doesn't do very much 
He does a lot. I know. But but I I, but I uh, but I'm sitting there at our booth at the you know at a show, an art show or something like that. And it was like, oh, which piece did you make? And I'm like, well, yeah, yeah, but kind of helped. Um, I well, I probably glazed some of these, but you know, it's my wife. It's my wife. But why is it that? Yeah, but you know. It, uh, I cannot tell you how many artists tell me this one thing, and that is, I wish there was somebody to to take that part yeah. of the yeah. job away from me, so that I can just focus on the art and on what on I'm doing. Yeah. So I can say that that it's such an important part because otherwise, mm-hmm. um, Lisa, you won't be able to do it in in this way. So you can absolutely relax and. And think about what you're doing, what you're making, and the creative process is then all yours. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very much so. And we have five children. We have five girls. You're busy. Yes. And (laughs) we homeschool. So if I didn't have him, I wouldn't Mm. be making anything. I wouldn't have the time. One thing he also did was he converted um, our garage into a studio. So it's a full working, completely functional studio. And that's something that without his support, you know, I wasn't going to go do plumbing in the garage in order to get running water. And that yeah. that's huge. That's yeah. huge. But then also, Dave, that you you understand what she needs because you also know about what she's doing. So you know that all yeah. the processes and although you're oh, not... Yes. Yeah, probably I, making a lot, a, but you, yeah, you yeah, understand. Yeah, what I don't have are the chops yet because we've defaulted with a busy life to, oh, we got to get pottery made. You know what? You can make it four times faster than I can. You just go and do it, and and that makes her better, and that makes me, you know, from a from a skill standpoint, you know, fall behind, lag behind. I am excited now with with more time to invest in it to get more and you know, get my hands in the clay more. You know, and and I can't wait till the day where she gives it the stamp of approval that it's Dalt pottery ready, so that we can, uh, you know. <laughs> no, but uh, maybe, work. yeah. But you must bring also the technical uh, uh, things with, yeah. because yeah. I can just uh, imagine. I spoke to a potter once, and and when he started talking about the the, but because we said you know that it's a form of art where you actually. Yeah. Uh, incorporate math, science, and, um, oh, yeah. and yeah. art. You know, it's it's one yeah. of those things where you have to think about the heating and the clay and the and all of that, and oh, that's goodness. all the, yeah. the science. And I would think I would, if it was me, I would have loved someone to do that technical side. You know, that's well, and that's yeah. yeah that's where she's like, I just like to make the clay. I I wanted to be an engineer growing up. That was that was my thought oh, that I was going to okay. engineer. So mm-hmm. math and science. That I, I gravitated towards those, um, and I've gotten so many different ways to do engineering. Uh, our first pottery wheel, we uh, um, <laughs> we couldn't find one. There were no there were no pottery supply stores near us. We couldn't find one used because there wasn't a big pottery scene um, just in the in the south where we were living in Alabama. Uh, we were doing youth ministry, um, making pennies, you know, kind of thing, loving it. So we weren't going to order a brand new wheel, you know, and have it shipped to us. So our first pottery wheel was a treadmill that I tore apart and really? used the motor in to <laughs> create a pottery wheel. And it was amazing. It was one of the, it was, I mean, as pottery wheels go, it was horrible, but it worked. And we, our whole first show was stuff that we threw 
on a treadmill, pot, a pottery wheel treadmill. On a treadmill. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Isn't that so, amazing? But oh, I love yeah. that. I love how yeah. you know you, if, it forces you to be creative. Exactly. And, and in yeah. pottery, like a lot of small business, you are wearing a lot of hats. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah. So, but you know what? I that type of thinking because I always said to my children, I grew up in the '60s, and that's what we did. If you mm-hmm. wanted something and it wasn't available, then you just try and Made figure it, it out right. and make it. You know? Yeah. And yeah. and I love that. I think this is uh, um, it's amazing when you do something like that. Mm-hmm. We but found. I, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Now carry oh, on. We found that um, being small business or trying to be small business owners is just learning how to solve problems, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. uh, we can make a product, but how do you sell a product? And, oh, how do you make the product? Mm-hmm. Do you know, and there's all the things that pop up when you try to do this. It's not it's not so easy to just go out in the garage and make something because there's all these steps to get to that place. And he is really good at problem solving for us. So. Well, when you started, I mean, we're we, uh, at this, we're talking about the pottery now, and but there must be what was the first idea to do this? I mean, when you started doing pottery, did you think, okay, I want to start doing pottery and sell and, and start a business with it? <laughs> Not at all. Um, I, I went to college for art. Um, I was an art major and I took one ceramics course and I was horrible and I was like, well, that's fun. I can do other things, but I won't be doing pottery. Um, He had dabbled in it in high school and really loved it. High school art class. I, you know, we had some pottery wheels and with a little bit of instruction from a great art art, um, teacher in high school, um, you know, kind of dabbled away and was like, oh, this is fun. I like it. You know, so he he loved it. I didn't love it, but I was into sculpture. I did a lot more sculptural oh, things, okay. portraits of people and um, things like that. Fast forward, graduating college, getting married. We had two babies quickly after we getting got getting married and I was home alone a lot and I might have been going kind of crazy. So. David was like, you need to be making art. You need to have an outlet. So he found a a kiln on Craigslist and he bought that. And I think he bought 50 pounds of clay on Amazon. Maybe 25 pounds. It was on Amazon. Find a way to get clay. I mean, the the closest pottery supply store was probably four hours away. You know, so I ordered early Amazon before they were what they are now. Um, Oh, okay. So very expensive. (laughs) And I started sculpting again and I was sculpting a bust of him and of the girls and I was trying to get into sculpture, but that's not where I was in life anymore. I wasn't, I didn't have the patience to sit down and sculpt. And we both were more thinking, you know, if I'm going to invest in this, we really wanted to do something functional. Mm -hmm. So we started hand building dishes and even that didn't feel satisfying and, and probably because we weren't very good at it. But because it just didn't fill the itch that we were, you know, that we had for creating. And that's when he went out in the garage one afternoon and he's like, I've got an idea. And that's when he turned the treadmill into a pottery wheel. And it was it was a very um, yes, it was a very bad wheel, but it was a wheel. And we we decided that if we could be serious for six months and do a show that we would invest in a pottery wheel. Cause so it wasn't just like, 
it was intentional. It wasn't just like, oh, we'll do it if we feel like it. It was if we can prove to ourselves that we we can yeah. persevere, you know, even with a bad pottery wheel, then we'll invest. And after that first show, we made enough money to um, buy a wheel and we found one on Craigslist, um, a used wheel and yeah. and pick that up and that's the wheel we've been using for nine nine years yeah almost nine, nine years, years. Yeah. so amazing yeah. so so you first started making things that you can sell that was then the idea okay mm-hmm. and the show pretty, you're talking about idea. yeah the show you're talking about is that like um uh, exhibition or what oh was it was it was a um it was a local um uh, how would you describe it, it? it was, like community um our, I don't even know if it was an art show. It might have just been a summer festival. Like a festival. Where oh, people, okay. Yeah. You know, so there were not a lot of potters down there. More, so it was unique because, um, you know, we were. More we were, like a farmer's market than yeah. a show. Yeah. A yeah. bunch yeah. of people with 10 by 10 pop-up tents selling um, lawn art and, uh, so, you know, uh, yeah. home, homegrown produce and yeah. soap and things like that. And we set up our little our little um, tent and hung out our shingle and, you know, said, we're Dalt Pottery. Here we go. Amazing. (laughs) And this style that, because you have quite a specific style of Mm -hmm. of doing, and and you're carving these little leaves and and patterns and things. So did you start with that as well? Oh, hey, no. (laughs) Um, We really didn't have a vision as artists when Mm. we began it was just trying to make anything but I even from the beginning I would sit and want to meticulously carve every single piece and I was you know trying to decorate it and David was always like no just more pieces more pieces we don't you know don't spend so much time on each piece just make more pieces and even back then we kind of had this difference of what what we were trying to accomplish. Um, but I think the leaves started happening only three, two, two years ago. Maybe. Two maybe. Years ago. She's mm-hmm. always been a doodler. She always doodles. Yeah. And and then I realized after kind of like, you know, oh, stop taking so long. You're putting so much into each piece. I realized, you know, her love of doodling and her ability to create just beautiful things yeah if she could just not doodle on paper that just gets thrown away but take that take that <laughs> yeah. like just, you know that um ability to create beautiful things and put it on pottery you're putting it into into stone you know we use stoneware clay so she's putting it into stone something that people other people can enjoy and will last a lot longer than a slip exactly. of paper <laughs> that she's doodling I'm, on i'm so. also a doodler i also yeah. doodle i it's it, you know every time when I'm just I don't know sometimes on the phone as well so I understand yeah, the doodling yeah. part you want to it have always yeah. yeah 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 so now she gets to see I mean that that is like that feeds into her art now but yeah. it's funny looking back from the earliest times I mean when you start throwing on a pottery wheel you're just happy when you get an out of balance <laughs> ashtray the first time I mean yeah, you yeah. know like I, I love when students would come and we'd love to share share pottery with people and students would come. I want to I want to throw something this big. And I'd say, oh, that's cute. That's great. You know, um, again, like a like someone learning the violin and saying, well, can I start with a Paganini solo, please? I'd like to, yeah. you know, do that. It's like, oh, that's cute. Well, we were thinking little twinkle, twinkle, little star. But yeah, you try it. Go ahead and try yeah. it. Yeah. So when you first start throwing, I mean, it takes you 
usually weeks or months just to learn how to center the clay, which is a necessary step before you even start pulling it up. <laughs> and um, you're just excited when you have an out of balance ashtray. Once you start to end up with like, we threw a mug, it might be a chunky mug, it might be real thin at the top, real thick at the bottom. But once you start to like actually be able to create forms that are in your head, um, it's exciting. But then very quickly, uh, you know, Lisa's carving on them, doodling on them. And if you look back at our earliest work, she didn't have the leaf design, you know, the vine design that she does now. But it's it's early origins were right there at the beginning yep. um, because she always loved to decorate the clay yeah. and, 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 and doodle and, on the clay. Yeah, so. and that's also important that you have these pieces, you know, that you can see yeah. how it evolved. Uh, and yeah. I would say yeah. uh, there's a lot of pressure for artists. I don't know if it's just the pottery world, but I imagine it's all artists to have a voice, you know, to have their style. Yeah. And I feel like... Um, well, that's necessary because if you don't, then you are essentially just copying things you've seen, which exactly. is fine. It's part mm. of the process, but that's not your voice or that's not what you're going to sell or who you're going to become. It's just a step. And um, I feel like the only way to get there is time. You know, we, we are in such a quick culture, everything's so fast that, that you want to have that end product when you begin. And sometimes yeah. the only solution is years or hours of practice, you know, whatever time you have to devote to it. So it feels like a quick journey to get from, you know, nine years ago with the, the treadmill pottery wheel to today, but a lot has happened, you know, to lead up to, to become who we, we are, who we are now and who we are becoming, you know, because yeah. no, and, and like Dave said, you know, people come and they look at what you're doing now and they expect to have the same result if they do yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it's fun and it's it's both fun and embarrassing to see yes. early work. Yes. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm sure every artist is like this. I don't know. I don't know if uh, you know, Da Vinci was, you know, saw one of his early, early works and was embarrassed by it or what. You know, we just see his his classics. But when when we go over to a friend's house and they pull out the mug, they're like, hey, look what we still have, you know, and like, it's something no. that um it's like, oh, break it's, it, it's, please. Yeah, it's like, oh, <laughs> no. Like, it's this out of shape, wonky mug that the glaze yeah. just looks and awful. It, and yeah. it just, you know. But but also, it's wonderful to see that and see how different it is to yeah. celebrate, you know, how far you've come. So Exactly. And that, that, that was part of the whole path that you had yeah. to take to get there. But right. did you have to... I mean, you said that you you didn't have much training, but in the time, as it was this really just practicing, doing, learning by doing, was it that type of thing that you did? Very much so, very much so. I'd say he's had more technical training uh, in high school than I ever have with the pottery. But um, this what is it, the school of hard knocks or whatever? Mm -hmm. We we've taught ourselves just through experience and trial and error. And then oh, recently, the last yeah. yeah, couple of years, um, there's a studio supply store that we go to here close to where we live and they do workshops. And so I've been able to go to a couple workshops, but even then it's mostly, um, you know, surface decoration workshops or things oh, yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's been mostly just trial and error. And you find you, yeah, you, you find little nuggets here and there, you know, um, 
once Potter started posting videos on YouTube or, or techniques or things like oh, that, yeah. Yeah. Just you or, or you're talking, you're talking pottery with someone and something to try. So it's, mm -hmm. it's self-taught, but you are, you're always looking for those nuggets that you can assimilate into how you do things or, or improve a process yeah. or that sort of thing. But um I, yeah, I always love I always love it when people say you know I've done by learning by doing because I think there is definitely a, a merit in that you know because you you find the solutions yourself or you experiment yourself and mm -hmm. you don't rely so much on on somebody else telling you what to do and I think that also in in anything in any art form brings along with it something then unique you know because you figured it out you you tried to make it um and this is not that i say it's not good to do training or courses or or studying but i do think there's there's really um a, a misconception that you that you have to go and train yourself to do everything but that in 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 art that you can rely also on the fact that you do it you know that you yeah. spend the hours doing it mm -hmm. yeah. i think um yeah like what you said the the desire to have the education i feel like brings legitimacy to your art yeah because you've you've done what it takes to be educated in it and i think that's that's completely valid but um and it might skip some hardships that you do if you don't have the training, like you're reinventing the wheel. Somebody has already yeah, figured yeah. out how to do this one thing you want to accomplish, but you'll never learn it unless you do it. And for me, I think pottery is such a physical art form. I can hear somebody talk about it all day long, but until I get my hands in it, I, I can't even see it. And, you know, some people sketch things and then they make them. I have to make them and in or it basically it has to be the 3D sketch. I can't I, I don't see it as well if I'm just doing it on paper or whatever. Um you have to kind of feel what it actually what actually is happening with the clay when you're trying to get a certain thing. And so um it is an education, it's just a different kind of education. Yeah. But when you are on the wheel and and you you your hands are on the clay do you then know what the end results will be or do you sometimes just leave it a little bit so that it develops into something? I think it's a little bit of both and which some of it almost feels like it's left up to like some of the things I love most in what I do were accidents. They mm. weren't it wasn't that I had this brilliant idea and all of a sudden I was so inspired and and made this beautiful piece. It was like oh, I really like what the clay is or the glaze is doing when the clay has this break on it. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what would happen if I kept pursuing that. Mm -hmm. um, like the carved vine, you know, I had tried to do raised designs. I had tried to do, you know, flush designs, painted designs. It wasn't until I carved and I went through many, many different tools mm -hmm. before I found the tool that gave me the leaf I wanted Okay, so there were yeah. many iterations. It was like um, like a reflections of this idea. And through time and practice and failure, I finally got to the thing I had always been trying to get to, which 
also, I believe like there's still more room to grow. Like I'm not there. We're still developing, you know, our voice and and who we are and our style and our design. But yeah, it's been a, it's been a process of, I don't think I come to the clay thinking, you know, oh, I'm the master and I, I will produce exactly what I want. There's a little bit more, um, not chance, but I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. Flexibility in the process. Yeah, I, I spoke to a, a, a woodcarver and he said that uh, it's, it's sort of he moves on from things also. Like he 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 may does some things uh, or carve things and then but then he moves on. It, is this the same with you? Do you also sometimes feel I want to move on from this design that I'm doing? There there are certain things that I thought I would never stop doing that I haven't picked up again. And I wonder sometimes if it's because I wasn't technically there in order to execute what I wanted to execute. So I wasn't as happy as it with it as I could. So oh, okay. the, I, that's a crossroad. It's like either I keep pursuing it to get where I want to be. I have to get technically better in order to produce the piece I want. Or am I just not really into that design anymore? And so there are things like I really like um, altering the shape of bowls or mugs and things like that and giving it more like a like petals and leaves feeling but um i was just never able to get the fluidity that i wanted in the piece and so i swing back to what i'm comfortable with with the vine you know on know. the outside instead of trying to transform the shape of the mug yeah so yes the, I, I would say yeah. yes and Dave, you do you sometimes have ideas as well that you want her to make to order to try? Oh, yeah, or or, the, or the, that I'll make. And and I think our our real question now is um, style. Yes, are we are you know? Yeah, it it would be wonderful, you know, especially for doing commissioned work or um, you know volumes of things. If someone wants to order something, it'd be wonderful if we were interchangeable and we would just both throw the same things is all my stuff going to be the same style as hers? Cause we're, we're pretty funny. We're, you know, we're like an old couple. I'm like, Oh, your rims are too thin. That's just, that just seems vulnerable. And I'm like, Oh, no, no, no. It's sturdy, sturdy mug. You know, we'll see where we end up, but I, you know, I, I just need to get on the wheel a lot more and just, you know, develop the chops. Yeah. Just, just, you know, basically it's like yeah. practice scales i have to practice scales and and get mm -hmm. caught up um and then when, when i can you know maybe if we if we can make pieces interchangeably the question is going to be but do we want to well i have oh, yeah. my line of pottery that's a that's a totally different style and voice or will we have Absolutely. adult pottery yeah. and it's all homogenous across and and we've seen couples who she sees couples i don't get out much on you know instagram yeah, yeah, yeah. Media stuff, but there's couples who do it either way yeah, uh, no right or wrong choice, but we'll see. If she keeps making her rims too thin, then we'll probably have different <laughs> styles because I need a yeah, nice would, yeah. rim that'll take some abuse. <laughs> well, I can just imagine what therapy must be like when you. Yeah, <laughs> well, we we started we like with this transition coming. We we're like, okay, this is going to be most spouses like working outside of the home because you get away from each other for a little while. Yeah, we're going into the high stakes realm of working together in a two-car garage space yeah. while we homeschool five children like this is 
this could be tough. Let's yeah. we started like marriage counseling, not because we were in crisis, because we've always talked about it and, yeah. and, you know, heard wonderful things about couples who have done it. We're like, let's do preemptive marriage counseling because we're about to enter a new yeah. A new high stakes, uh, you know, game here. And so, yeah. Go ahead. No, I just think keep all the ones that are are not so perfect on a shelf. And when you come to that point where you are frustrated with each other, you start throwing pottery. That's that's a great one. Yes. That's the best therapy I can think of. Cathartic. That's the cathartic shelf right there. You know, anything. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Call it your therapist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we saved some money there. Yeah, uh, thank yeah, you, yeah. thank you. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah. Well, it's I so. Always, yeah. Oh, go ahead. It, no, it's just always, David's style is so different from mine, and I would say he's actually more of the potterly or artistic of the two of us. Hmm. But I show up. Oh, okay. Well, and, and and she she's meticulous. Which almost to me, I'm like, dear, too perfect, too perfect, you know, because she'll make mugs. And we've had people come into our pottery booth at shows and, and it was so funny this, you know, people came in and one of them's like, so, so you can tell these are molded because, you know, you can see that there's no, um, you know, yada, yada, yada. And and talking about talking to their friend about how you could tell that the pieces were came out of a mold because they were so perfect because the way she attaches handles and and the throwing and cleaning it up and everything like that. I was like, Oh, no, that, actually, no, no, they're not, they're not molded. It's real thrown, hand applied handles, hand carved. Um, sometimes I'm like, dear, you gotta be a little more sloppy. So people just, people know no, that handmade pottery, they're going to think this is, you know, that I, which, I don't know. Which is hilarious <laughs> because I see my pieces and I see all the imperfections. Yeah. I do not yeah, think I, I make perfect yeah. pottery at all. Yeah. Like I see it and like, oh, the glaze didn't do exactly what I wanted it, which might lend itself towards perfectionism. But it's it's funny how you, you view your own piece. You yeah. know, you always view it with what you thought it was going to be. Other people who view it have no idea what you thought it was going to be. They only see what it is. And so, exactly. I mean, I yeah. I bring a little bit of baggage to my own pieces because of that. But David loves sculpture. He loves, um, he likes doing things like, if he has time, when he has time, like lands, uh, not landscapes, cityscapes, cityscapes, um, wall hangings. I have all these things in my head and I just haven't, you know, had the the time or made the space to execute on them. So I'm in interested also in getting into sculpture yes things. less less functional um, more sculptural which yeah. is great you know we don't have to be making the same things for the exactly. business to be moving forward but um it will be interesting to see how yeah. they, they melt but, but david i'm also with you i like a little bit of imperfection i like yeah. that i think this is you know and but i also appreciate some well I'm not as perfectionistic with things that I make. So, I, but I can appreciate that somebody really, you know, wants that fine detail to be perfect. And mm-hmm. uh, the, you know, this is also also great. But on this topic now, where you say people came to look and and say it's from a mold, and so, mm-hmm. what do you think people really appreciate the work? And it's not just the work for that specific piece, but the work before these years of of working is also part of this piece because this is where you ended up and this is the piece that 
that is sort of the result of all your work. And do you think people have this appreciation for pottery that they are willing to pay more for a mug that is handmade? I think the people who are willing to pay our prices now are, are very much invested in what it took to be, you know, to make this yeah. piece. Because we consider pottery, like, we use pottery, all of our children use pottery. We can't imagine not using pottery. Um, but the only reason we get to do that is because we have all of our second pieces that we weren't going to sell. You know, it cracks oh, okay. on the bottom. Yeah. It's still functional, but it goes in our it goes in our cupboard. We couldn't <laughs> yeah. we couldn't afford to have as much pottery as we have if we weren't making it and failing, you know, and experimenting. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we we see the beauty in it. We see how it, it enhances and um, elevates, you know, what you drink and how you eat and and the presentation of your food and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. But to be honest, you know, we we couldn't afford to, yeah. to live this way. You know, we couldn't go buy this. Yeah. So we really appreciate anybody who is like who is willing to pay the price it took. But when somebody asks, you know, and they look at a piece and they're like, you know, how long did it make take to make this mug? My my kind of annoying answer is it took my whole life. You know, yeah. it took yeah. my whole life to get to this piece. Mm. If you're asking for seconds, maybe five minutes of, yeah. you know, multiple steps, but it took a whole journey to get here, mm. you know, to produce this one piece. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I think also, uh, I think this, and this is why I do these interviews for people to understand that, you know, you, you don't just pick up a violin and play, or you don't just, you know, throw something on a wheel and that you create these pieces. Right. So it, it has its path and it has its hours and hours of dedication that you, that you need. But mm -hmm. you uh, said that you homeschooled. I also homeschooled my children, so I know what it's, what it entails. Yeah. Uh, but how wonderful do you involve them also do you let them also work with the clay yes some some of them we can't keep out of the studio yes. <laughs> you really? know, they love to get in there and get yes. their hands dirty we we're not doing a small business to be like okay this is adult pottery and kids someday you're going to take this over and we expect you you know a lot of why yeah. we're doing small businesses to show them you can kind of jump out into the unknown and and life is an adventure and mommy and daddy lived an adventure here and you got to see that firsthand for better or for worse yeah you can find your own adventure and if it's art or pottery even specifically that's great but um they they will be involved one way or another and they just Amazing. love to get it get their hands in the clay and make it and they also see us as as um artists supporting ourselves so they come out and they make some little pinch pot thing. And then they're like, okay, mommy, daddy, put this in your next show. <laughs> you know, oh, I mean, really? They've got the oh. entrepreneurial spirit already because that's what's talking about at the dinner table. They've, yeah. <laughs> so our, our girls last year, um, we do a farmer's market um, yeah. and they had a, ki a kid's market and our girls made mushroom ornaments and um, little um, mushrooms to put oh, is that in beautiful center. So this is made by our, well, now, now 12 and 11 or 13 and 11 year old, but, um, and then our, 
eight-year-old makes little tumblers and she wants to sell tumblers and she paints. She likes to paint watercolor. And so she's always like, I'll paint, I'll paint uh, postcards and you can sell the postcards. And, and then our, our four-year-old, yeah, our four-year-old is always out here. She's my shadow in the studio. And then the two-year-old just makes a mess. She's just uh, <laughs> okay. always making a mess. Yeah. I could see her getting involved, but yeah, she's just in that messy stage, whether it's yeah. pottery or mud outside yeah. or or whatever. Just, yeah. Yeah. And of course yeah. she sees everything everybody's busy with the clay, so she will probably yes. also or she yeah. will just surprise you and do something completely different. Yep. <laughs> we need her to be a doctor to support us all. <laughs> In our art. Yeah. You always need that one, that one that's that's a bit different. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. But yep. yeah, oh, but this is so amazing. Such an amazing story. Where are you based where you can do all these wonderful things? Yeah, where we live in in uh, in Dayton, Ohio, which is uh, southwest Ohio, um, kind of near the corner. This is one of this is one of our mugs. But if this is the state of Ohio, we're okay. down in the in the corner there. We we make Amazing. these mugs with the, with the state silhouette. That's clever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and um, we 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 found a house that we love now. Uh, yeah. Our realtor was was I don't know how she dealt with us uh, when when we were trying to find a house we were going to move to Ohio we were going to take next steps in pottery because I'd been teaching and coaching and she'd been doing pottery in the evenings and weekends and she started to out earn me <laughs> doing pottery oh, okay. in the weekends it's not hard when you're t- teaching and coaching at like a private school like that's yeah. that's not hard to beat. Um, but uh, we were like, man, we both want to do this together. And so we moved up to Ohio. Um, I got kind of sucked into her dad's business, um, dental office. And that's what I've been doing for the last six years, um, managing his, his dental office. But we were trying to find a place to do pottery. So we told our realtor, we want a place to do pottery, uh, one or more bedrooms. <laughs> yeah. A bathroom would be nice. And we really just need a studio. Yeah, that's that's you about it. Like, you have you have four at that point, four children. Like, how wait, how many bedrooms am I looking for? Ah, yeah, we'll, make it we'll make it work. You know, what do you mean you want a place to do a studio? Well, it could be a garage, it could be a shed, it could be an outbuilding, it could be a basement. Yeah, it could be anything, you know. So Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> but we found this this wonderful little house, a tiny house. Um this house that needed a lot of work um so i bit off a big mouthful um but it had this detached garage with an apartment above it and so um it's just the perfect place for us to have an at-home small business uh the garage was nasty like i was just shoveling dirt out of the back of the garage it's built into a hill years of rain and just mud and everything building up pressure washed the whole thing painted the whole thing um remodeled it twice two or three times now in the last two years to be better situated so there's um, storage on the walls and you know space is maximized but it's a two-car garage um with an apartment above that could be office space eventually um yeah. or so, a little shop or, or a little shop or something yeah it's not a kind of place where we never have a retail store oh, just okay. because zoning laws and our driveways well, and, and, and things and, like that well and because our children's safety is also, you know, we don't want to bring yeah. people we know will have over, but it's, it's not oh, like yeah. we would want to run classes out of our studio or anything like that, because it's still 
home. And I think that's a really big element for us. So if I had to go somewhere to do pottery, if I had to go to a studio, I wouldn't do pottery because I couldn't afford a babysitter to watch five kids so I could go spend the time I'd need to. The reason um, I've been able to point or we've been able to get to the point we are is because it's in our home. Yeah. Yeah. So that's in our home, but it's really nice even to have the a walk, the, the across 30 the foot walk across the driveway yeah. and the separation one for clay dust and glazed dust. And there's yep. some safety defi- definite safety and occupational hazards with dust and, and things like that. Um, but also just to have it even physically slightly removed, but on premises is is the best of all worlds. I can imagine. Us. Yeah. Um, and for your yeah. children also to have you there and to. Yeah. And for you to have the time with them, you know, because that's it's so precious, the time with them. Mm-hmm. But how do you sell your pottery now? Do you just on shows or do you have an online shop? How how can people buy your pottery? So we're still figuring that out right now. Okay. We, do, we do a lot of online sales. So we've built, you know, we were on Etsy for a long time. A lot of makers know that. Um, we built our own Shopify website. That was the big task last year. So we had our own e-commerce platform. Um, typically we do, we were doing monthly shop updates where we would make, 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 you know, and kind of focus on the making process take pictures, write descriptions, post it all in a, in a shop update and um, do it that way. Now we're putting things on weekly because we're doing a farmer's market for the whole summer. So oh, okay. typically look for, and this will probably evolve now that we're living off of pottery, but we typically have looked for local shows as local as we can stay um, and, and shorter shows so that we're not gone for a week you know, at a time and traveling oh, yeah. across the country because we're doing pottery because it can be a family-friendly small business. And if it ever wasn't family friendly, we would say, okay, we might still do pottery as a hobby and as a passion, but we got to find something else. Yeah. Um, because the reason I'm leaving a, a, a stable, steady office job that's even flexible that I could kind of make my own hours at and, you know, all that is because we both want to be involved in the homeschooling and because we both want to be involved in the pottery and we want to show our kids what's possible in life um that's amazing yeah yeah so so we've always looked for local shows and and kind of smaller shows um so we do a farmer's market that's four hours every saturday um in in a you know it's 20 minutes away in the dayton area and um it's wonderful you know and Mm -hmm. and it it's met our needs so far and then we do online sales and then we do some other random art shows and and Things like that. Or um, custom. We do a lot of custom mm-hmm. work. Oh, I yeah. see. Okay. Yeah. So, people so that, can... I would consider that more like um, what I would like to be the bread and butter. And mm. then everything else is extra. Oh, yeah. Unless suddenly take off online and people buy our stuff immediately when we post it. But that hasn't happened yet. Um, but yeah, to do we do custom orders like with uh, business logos or, you know, their custom oh, okay. stamps and yeah. things like that. And you're asking, is there, is there a market or do people have the appreciation? And and right now, yes. You know, if, uh, if things drastically change in the economy and, and all budgets are slashed and tightened, maybe it would change. But there is such a desire to have something that's um, handmade, something that, you know, I mean, there there is some craft and, and a person has put their skill into this piece 
And whether it's, um, you know, a business buying gifts for their team members, you know, their employees or, or client gifts where, you know, okay, yeah, I could get something from the mall that, you know, is crystal and has a, a name engraved in it, you know, and stuff. And it's not that that's bad, but just something that's a little bit different and maybe more unique. Um, maybe it's locally made and that's important to them. And so, you know, we love working with local companies and things like that. Um, but there's absolutely a, a desire for something like that. Or or what I would say, something with a story. Um, exactly. We, yeah. Yeah. We had a lady, we like to do plate sets, but we only take on a couple a year because they're such a big project. But one lady came over and she got to watch the process and she got to watch me throw the entire plate process or, you know, the plate set. And she, I was talking to her the other day and she's like, I love your plates, but I love the story. I love, you know, the process and how I was there and what happened with each piece. And it's more than just stuff. I mean, it is stuff. It is just a physical thing, but when you have a story with it, it, it becomes something else. And I think that's what um, people are starting to really look for and appreciate is the fact that it's not just another thing in this world. Yeah, I think this is so important. And I think this has, I, I think this is being, uh, uh, there's a change that people are wanting this now, you know, that they are looking for, I just don't want any old thing. I want something that's really, that's also sentimental, you know, that, yeah. that, that, mm-hmm. that has that, that sentiment. But now, what are the wish for you for the future? Now, on this first day of the new of the new adventure, what what is the wish? What is the wish? Survival would be great. <laughs> food on, food, on, food the table. on the table. That's a good start. No, and and we yeah. um, we're excited. I mean, it seems like every every conversation we've had, you know, leading up to this, and even this morning, and everything, is this existential crisis of like who are we and who are we going to be, you know, like now and in five years and in 10 years and, um, you know, like really trying to figure that out. And that's not something you can rush necessarily. And that's something that develops just like the style has over the years. Um, I would, I would say that we want to live intentionally. We're, we're, we're every parent's worst nightmare. You know, we're making art in the garage. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, yeah. like, we're what every parent hopes you, your child doesn't become. Mom, Dad, I want to, I want to make pottery in my garage with five <laughs> children and a mortgage. You know, yeah. like no, no parent wants to hear that. But what we want for our lives and for our children, we want to be intentional and we want to live a life. Um, this is a big thing for us that isn't hurried. You know, pottery is a slow art form. And you can rush it and you can have a high fail rate. And we watch we watch our world go by and everyone's tired and everyone's stressed and overwhelmed. And here we are and we're like, there has to be a better way. There has to be a better way to live life that isn't so driven. And it's not that we're not driven. We're passionate, driven people. But we don't want to live our life that every time somebody says, how are you doing? Oh, I'm so good, but I'm so busy. You know, like, oh, yeah. it's just busy. so overwhelmed. So overwhelmed. Yeah. If I could give a gift to my girls, it would be don't you're not you're not living on this, you know, frantic, fast paced life. Take yeah. a moment. Be present in this moment. Pottery is an art that forces you to be in that moment. 
you know, it is, it's yeah. literally an art form. Yeah. So, so I think what our future goal is, obviously, you know, enough money to support our family would be wonderful. If we could support ourselves through pottery alone, which is where we're going to give it a year and see what happens, that would be a dream come true. And, and I think we could do it, but um, more than that, could we live a life that, that demonstrates something different, that there's a different way to live. I think that's our ultimate goal. That's yeah. it. That's a, such a beautiful goal to have, really. And, you know, this this t- thing that you mentioned about the speed and, and 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 also if you look at the process, the process is the is the part where you learn a lot. It's not that end result, the the, the end result when you put that pot on the shelf is not where the satisfaction is. It's this, this whole process. And I can definitely, you know, I draw lines um, with all the people I speak to. It's exactly the same thing when you talk to a conductor or when you talk to a pilot or when you talk to a violinist or even a chef, you know. Um, These are the things. It's the this whole process. It's this the patience. It's the endurance, you know. It's the, you need this motivation to carry on. And and this, if you you know, if you think you can teach this, or your children can see this from you, that is so amazing. You know what 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 more do we want for them in life? Right, right. Mm. But so this is so great to talk to you. It's um, so inspirational, and I'm I'm so I'm I'm just thinking. You have to put that shelf up so that you can start throwing the the stuff when you get angry. <laughs> We're gonna need it. That's, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure you're going to make it because you you sound you know by by talking to you, I can see there's a great chemistry and there's a great support for each other. So um, I'm sure it will be a part of your of your success story. Yeah. Well, we appreciate that. And we, we we look forward to it, knowing I'm always the one, uh, you know, I know we're going to have hard times, but we'll persevere. Yeah. <laughs> I, got, I got in trouble uh, early in our marriage, like on our honeymoon, you know, with that attitude, like, hey, this is wonderful. It's not all going to be this wonderful, but this is wonderful. And I'm just <laughs> like, what? What? what are you what are you expecting the <laughs> worst now? This <laughs> is the best moment of my life and you're bringing us down? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm good at bulldozing the mountaintops to try try to fill in the valleys. I guess Listen, you, <laughs> you, know. you you sound you sound like uh, my children. I'm I'm the one living on the cloud, and then they <laughs> are the ones they are the ones telling me to come down. And they say, "Oh, come on, yeah, mommy, yeah. I have to be more realistic." And uh, uh-huh. hey, I I love it up here on my cloud. I say yes, to them, yes. "Come and join me. I'm not coming yes. down." Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we're we're a good balance for each other. Yes. So we yeah, I think yeah. we're well well suited being different yeah. in in many ways. So yes. yeah, yeah. Oh, but this is amazing. But oh, listen, um, Dave and Lisa, whenever you come to Vienna, please let me know. I would love to meet you in person and your five yes. girls. Oh, and yes. otherwise, cool. I don't know if I've if I ever come to America. I haven't been, but. The, there's still time I can come one day, but I would love to. If you come to, to Ohio, yes, there's yes. a place for you. <laughs> yeah, I would yeah. love to come and see your work and, and definitely own one of your pieces because I think it's so beautiful. And and I can really, on the videos, I'm, so, I'm always so happy for Instagram that give us this opportunity to 
be able to see this, you know, because otherwise, how would we know of you and, yeah. and your beautiful work? So, no, definitely, this is amazing. So, I'll keep on following you. Wonderful. Oh, Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> Have a lovely afternoon. Thank you. You too. Thank Bye. you. Bye. 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 -bye.